Hello everybody and welcome back to a brand new show on this feed. What is this? This is not Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco, the show that comes out every Monday and Friday at 6 a.m. No, it is not. This is a brand new show that I'm starting, a brand new side thing for this feed, for this podcast feed. Um, so here's the thing, right? I started Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco, like as an official like podcast. I wanted to go all out. I'm giving it episode numbers. I'm giving it this. I'm giving it that. I'm treating it like a real show, right? Like a real podcast show. Um, but for the longest, I've always loved talking about the media that I consume. And in the beginnings of this podcast, I would do that with like reviews of the movies that I saw that weekend or album reviews or things like that. And I would do that because, you know, I just had to get that in there somehow. That was like my way of fulfilling that like need, that want that I had something that I really loved doing. But I figured... I don't know. I don't think that's going to be the best for the show itself. So then I started thinking, then how do I get to talk about my favorite movies and TV shows or any of that sort of entertainment stuff that I like talking about? So then I started thinking, I mean, I have a film and TV blog uh, slash brand that I can put content on, but I feel like that's going to be too much work, especially with how sparse uh, the content is going to be or just how random it will be just whenever I can record it. So I was like, Hmm, maybe maybe I could do something still with empty opinions with this podcast, but also differentiated enough where people don't get confused and think this is an episode of the actual show. So that's that's where I am now creating empty reviews. That's gonna be a brand new show. It's gonna be separate from empty opinions, uh, the show. Uh, and this show is basically, as the title suggests, is gonna be me giving reviews of whatever content that I'm consuming and really want to talk about. And even in those episodes, I could have guests. No, more often than not, probably I wouldn't have guests, right? Like I would just watch something and want to talk about it really quickly. But, you know, sometimes there I could talk to somebody or we watch the same thing together and then it was like, all right, let's, let's record that podcast, right? So that's what this new show, Empty Reviews, is going to be, right? So this is where I'm going to be talking about movies, TV shows, albums, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but the way we're going to start this show, the first ever episode of this show, and I'm not going to give it episode numbers because this is going to be, you know, whatever content I consume. There's not going to be a lot of continuity, any of that. So it's just, you know, random episodes drop whenever. There's no actual schedule when this comes out, uh, with these type of episodes for the show comes out, right? This is whenever I consume the content. But the f- way that we're going to start off this show is going to be by talking about it's not as aesthetically pleasing as I would have liked, <laughs> But we're gonna. I've been. I started watching this Watchmen show, the new Watchmen show on HBO. I saw the first episode. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I need to talk about it with somebody. Um, and even back, you know, a week ago, I was thinking, how am I gonna do this? I gotta do it somehow. And just didn't figure it out until now. So now, and now the second episode has come out. Um, and I'll tell you the title of it right now. It's called Martial Feats of Comanche Horsemanship. Um, I have no idea what the title of that episode means, but that's not what I'm really going to focus on in this review for this episode. Um, But let me give a little background first before I really get into this episode. Um, Watchmen is a new show from Damon Lindelof, who made The Leftovers, uh, one of my favorite shows. I think maybe my my favorite show of all time, the show that uh, is number one on my list, uh, 
think so. Yeah, the the show she's amazing. I think I've rewatched it like three, four times now. It's crazy. I've never rewatched any show ever. Period. Let alone that many times. So I've been anticipating what this man is gonna be doing for a while. It just so happens to be one of the most notoriously hard to translate uh, properties in the comic book realm, and that is Watchmen. And now he's doing it. And now two episodes in, it's amazing, and I just have to talk about it because it's so good. But before I get to that, let me read a little bit of a description for the episode. As Angela relieves haunting memories of an attack on her family, she detains a mysterious man who claims responsibility for Tulsa's most recent murder. An original play is formed for an audience of one. Yeah, that pretty much sums up everything that kind of happened in this episode. It was directed by Nicole Cassell, and it was written by Nick Cues and Damon Lindelof. Um, and yeah, so I'll talk about, you know, yet another amazing episode of TV. This show is like already one of my favorites. It's already one of my favorites of the year. It's only had two episodes. It's that good. Uh, this episode, I don't know if I'm going to do, do like a recap style thing. Just whatever I can remember from the episode. Just my first impressions kind of review, you know, thoughts on it. Uh, the, the episode starts with like what it looks like is alternative history, because uh, this this the history or the world in in the show is you know alternative to ours. There's a lot of big differences. Uh, one of those differences apparently is that Germany used I guess they weren't as hateful towards black people and they would uh, um, do propaganda trying to convince the people of the United States to not fight for the United States, the black people. They were specifically targeting the black people to say, don't, you know, fight for the U.S., fight for us. I don't know what that means. I think they're going to get more deep into it. But we see that, and then we see the connection. Uh, we see that the old man that hung the, you know, Don Johnson's character uh, last episode, uh, this old black man, uh, is connected to that. And all right, and I'm not going to do as much of a recap thing because that will take forever. It's a lot of stuff that happens. So I'm just going to talk about the things that I loved and the things that I didn't. And I can't even think of the, you know, let me, if I start with the things that didn't love, I'm trying to think what didn't I love. Uh, what didn't I love? I think I loved everything, honestly. There was one moment where in the action, like the action scene when everybody, you know, um, where Red Scare and uh, Night Sister, whatever her name is, I think it's Night Sister. Wait, hold on, let me see what character's name is. Uh, Sister Night, Angela Barr, Angela Abar, and Red Scare, where they go to attack the people um, suspected of being the Red Cat, the 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 cavalry, the Seventh Cavalry, because they think that's who killed, um, you know, Don Johnson's character. Uh, but there's a moment in that action set piece where she like throws a punch, Sister Knight does, and it completely misses. It's like so obvious he misses the guy, and I was like, oh damn, that kind of ruins it a little bit. Like I couldn't help but notice that. But that was literally the only thing I didn't love about the episode. Again, the music is fucking fantastic. Like there, it, it, it's just amazing. I can't get over how good the music is. Um, the other thing, uh, what else did I enjoy? Um. You know, the acting, like that moment where uh, Regina King kind of breaks down after finding out of Don Johnson's death and bringing in the old man. That was freaking crazy. Uh, that the, Her acting was amazing there. And if you've seen The Leftovers, you know Regina King is a monster. But now she's like the leading lady of this show. So she's really going to get to shine through this. Uh, the other thing I loved was the moment where she goes into that place where 
they find out if you can get red fluoridations, which is the the alternative version of um, uh, what the fuck? Rest, not restorations is not called in this world. It's reparations. Uh, hold on, reparations, right? That's what it is. Reparations. Yeah, reparations by slavery. Yeah, very popular uh, theme that's come up in a lot of political discourse this year. Um, so they have that in the Watchmen universe, but it's called Red Fordations because Redford is not only the president, but gave this to black people. And there's a moment where they show how this could work, uh, which is like they trace back your DNA. And then uh, if you're el eligible, if you if your DNA connects you to one of the people who suffered during the Tulsa massacre, in 1921, I think it is, uh, then you don't have to pay taxes. I think that's how they're doing it. Um, and I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about how you could apply that, how easily you could apply that to our world, that system, and why it hasn't happened yet. And then, you know, the show starting with the Tulsa riots, the first episode, that was a cold open. I think it shows that even the show is like, yeah, guys, I think that's the right thing to do. I think reparations is the right thing to do for these people. So it was just interesting to see that. It kind of gave me goosebumps. It was like, yeah, why the fuck don't black people have reparations yet? It's crazy, especially with everything that's happened to them and how hold, how much they've been hold, held back, you know, for such a long time. I was like, wow. Yeah, this show is definitely showing that side. And I think a lot of people talk about reparations, but I feel like not a lot of people realize that the show is kind of about that. Uh, so I think I can only see the show getting bigger because as these political issues get touched on, I don't think a lot of people know that this this, this is one of the main parts of this show. Um, uh, they just think it's just like a, another superhero show on HBO, but it's actually... You know, it has some real shit to say about our world. And I think a lot more people are going to catch on to that. That's one of the things that I loved. I mean, uh, what what else did I love? I mean, just the story itself, how fucking crazy it is. There's not much to say because, you know, everything's still kind of dangling. Like, let's say with the, the old man turning out to be Regina King's that, uh, grandfather. And her, like, you know, confused. It's like, oh, shit, what the hell? You are? And then her kind of not accepting it and about to take her to to arrest them. And then something fucking grabs the car out of the sky and he leaves. And Regina King's last words of this episode couldn't be more appropriate. She's just like, what the fuck? And that's how you feel throughout this whole show. But there's so many good things about it. Like even the fake uh, American hero story, which is a parody of like American horror story or American uh, true story where the what the fuck is that american american blank story hold on american blanks no american let me look it up american horror story no horror story what's the other one bro it's american horror story american true story let me see if it is american true story that's the first thing i said true story no, that's not it. The People versus OJ. There we go. Let's see if this gives the full American Crime Story. Jesus Christ, that took way too long. Uh, but yeah, so American Hero, Hero Story in this show is like a parody of that. 
and that was amazing seeing that and how ultra violent it is but also the fact that everybody was watching the same thing i mean what else i mean the whole plot with um what we assume is ozymandias a uh, jeremy irons's character his whole play and how he's like burning his like what's not i don't, I don't think are real people more like stupid clones but in the whole play that he's building around dr manhattan like, what the fuck is that about? And I like how this show kind of has, so far, has a structure. Whereas, like, I think this is what the structure is so far. It's like, start in the past, then go to the present, drop your right in the middle, not explain anything. Just start the story or start in the middle of the story. Then go to the other side of the world, to Jeremy Irons, and then come back to the... Uh, the main story and I actually kind of like that because it, it it almost feels like three different shows in a way um, but it, the way he's doing it is like very smartly done where it still feels all connected and you know they're all going to connect like they've said all these stories connect somehow uh, by the end of the show by the end of the season so you just can't wait to see how they do it I mean what else do we find out? I mean we see a little bit of the 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 white knight where it's like the 7th cavalry attacked a bunch of police people um on the, the Christmas Eve which is crazy. Uh what else do we see? And that was w amazingly well done. That sequence where the the guy comes in to try to shoot or to try to kill Regina King. Bro, that sequence is fucking crazy. That that that's it. That's the thing. Even though you know they show Regina King missing one punch, <laughs> the show is still amazingly done. Like the action set pieces are still amazingly done. So you know I can't even really complain about that. Honestly, uh, that's just a little misstep. But everything else, you know, talked about the music. What else did I like? Um, and I talked about what the storylines look to be. Uh, what am, what else am I missing? I think that's all that I wanted to talk about for this, the, for for my thoughts on this episode. Now, looking ahead to next episode, what do I want them to touch on? I have no idea. I have I don't even have no predictions, honestly. I'm just looking to see how they connect all this all this crazy shit and how they explain it. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think every. I'm trying to think of everything that happens. In this episode, let me see. That's it starts with that, and then it jumps into real life with the old man. Uh, old man saying, "I'm Doctor Manhattan." Obviously lying. Uh, trying to think, what else? What else? Oh, we find out Don Johnson, who died last episode, and who we assumed was a bad guy just from everything the show was trying to tell us. We find out that yeah, he had a whole a whole Ku Klux Klan uh, shirt in his closet, suggesting that yep, he was a bad guy. Um, but even then, I don't know if it's just me and my distrust of what's happening on screen, thanks to the leftovers, but I feel like we're supposed to not be sure. Um, and Damon Lindelof is amazing at this, with the walk in the tightrope. I don't think we're supposed to know if, you know, Don Johnson's character, let me see if this motherfucker even has a, uh, <laughs> wait, let me go to episode one. You gotta have it in episode one, Don Johnson. What's his name? Because I got to call him by his name at some point. Judd. Judd. Okay, Judd Crawford. So Judd. Yeah. Unless I'm calling the wrong person Don Johnson. So you imagine I'm talking about the wrong actor? No, it's Don Johnson. So, yeah. So Don Johnson, his character name is Judd. I think they're playing a little bit of a tightrope thing where it's like, we don't know if he's actually bad or not. It's a lot of things suggesting so, but the main character is like, not fully believing it yet or like 
presenting options as to how these things could, could happen and how you could see it going both ways. So we still don't really know if he's bad or not, but yeah, um, I'm going to look at the characters to see if anything reminds me of anything. Uh, no, I think I talked about everything, actually. Yeah, that's really that's really all that I had to say about this episode. Again, one of my favorite shows of the year by far. It's already two episodes in. I'm going to definitely be watching weekly. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just amazing. And it's, it's like a legitimately good show. So I can't wait to keep um, uh, talking about it uh, as the weeks come. Um, so yeah, that's going to be it for this review. That's going to be it for the first ever episode of Empty Reviews. Um, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a cool little toolbox or like a playground for me to do these reviews because at the end of the day, I love talking about things that I consume. A lot of uh, talking about movies and shows and, you know, albums. Like I talk about it with people in real life. You know, why not make uh, content out of it? <laughs> you know, might as well. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be it for uh, this episode. I'll catch you guys in the next, uh, you know, whenever the next Empty Opinions or Empty Reviews episode is going to be. I, I'm I'm about to see The Lighthouse, so there should be a review for that soon. I'm also going to be watching Mr. Robot. Uh, so I think I'm going to do an Empty Reviews on that. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.